Sonic here. Great big ball of blue energy in an extremely tiny package. And look, Eggman! One of you, step in! Well, hello, Sonic. It's time for us to begin our final fight. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my watch, Egg Eggnog. Hey, where's my friend Tails? He'll help. Don't forget about me, Sonic. I'm here to help. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. But, oh, oh no, he's got a backup person. Is that Shadow? Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like him. Careful, Sonic. You'll never defeat me, you stupid hedgehog and weird fox with two tails. Hey, you shove a chili dog down that pipe hole. Maybe I'll change your mind. Watch out for the robot, Sonic. Right. Uh, let me crouch, and I need you to roll me, Tails. Push me. <laughs> I'm pushing. Whoa! Shadow, look out. I'm aiming for Eggman. <sighs> oh, no. Maria. Eggman. <laughs> Eggman. I'm dying. No, you cannot die. If you die, then I have no purpose. I will bring you back if it's the last thing I do. Take care of Tails. No, I Sonic, won't. you can't leave me. I'm sorry. Shadow, take my shoes. I know you like your, your roller skates or your heelys or whatever they are, but you need some real kicks. Okay. I, I see it. I see the loop-de-loop -loop at the end of the road. Whoa. Maybe we can bring him back with the Chaos Emeralds. No. <laughs> no. You're right, Shadow. You're always so convincing. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever play that the Shadow game that came out on PlayStation 2 where you were basically like you rolled around with a gun? Oh and yeah. Every time he died, just Maria. Like <laughs> it's the worst. It was so bad. I'm the ultimate life form. <laughs> Sonic is the platform for just any little spin-off that they can think of. But am I the real Shadow? Oh, no, Maria. not that. <laughs> Uh, not that part. <laughs> He's a clone. Um, I don't really know. I didn't have an an idea of where the bit ends. <laughs> with, with Sonic dying, I think it's uh, it's just like the movie that came out. I mean, whoa, whoa, spoilers. Whoa, 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 stop it! You. I think they're doing a Justice League thing though, where he comes back like Superman does. Uh, but you know what? I think that was debunked. Uh, I think that they're gonna do like uh, like Eggman goes good kind of thing that's um that's what uh i was they reading just on. need to add big the cat foggy <laughs> look they that already spot on look a knuckles movie was already confirmed like so they, they're definitely building towards something <laughs> i don't know what kind of facebook article you've read but there's no confirmed knuckles movie uh yeah there is it's it's called knuckles and rouge or whatever her name is you know the little bat girl nope yeah, that oh. is not confirmed. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent confirmed. No, you're, no. <laughs> yeah, I read it on the Onion this morning. This gonna be a guest appearance from ukulele. Ukulele. <laughs> I don't want some sexually suggestive bat on my eyes on the big screen. <laughs> well, we gotta go fast into this show. Gotta go fast now. Uh, somebody floss. 
like Sonic did twice in the movie. No, no we're not turning this into a Fortnite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if listeners want, we can do that. But as the way that the podcast has been going, I don't see... Uh, we can't... Connor, you can upload that if Look, you want. Look, I need a huge petition. I need a huge petition from all of our fans... And then maybe, no. maybe I'll consider no. it. So you, no, you're not going to tell them we... about ConnorFlosses.com? Oh, that's for patrons only. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. $2 tier. We pay them $2 to go to the site. Can next one shot be a battle royale? Yes. You can't just .com things anymore, Adam. That's like such like a 2000s thing. It's more like an app. Like we have uh. a Connor Flossing app. <laughs> And or like a dot <laughs> IO, You open maybe. it and it's just Connor flossing. It's like a trial period and then there's like in-app purchases. No, it's like, it's just like a very simple app where it's just Connor's face uh, doing different expressions and you click on one and it shows a little gif of him doing a uh, floss dance, but it does like, like Connor's voice. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about the update. You're, you're totally right. Yeah. Premium version is you can change the song. <laughs> change Say the song. some Darian voice lines. It's a very simple app, but yeah, that's what it'll be. <laughs> I feel like this is going into yeah. the realm of like, show me a, a nude tane, please. Like, like <laughs> I was saying, the light version is there's no Gosh. music and no clothes. So what? Seth, what did <laughs> yeah. you just say? Mm. Tane. No, not, uh, Seth, what did you From just the... say? I said tane, nude tane, nude tang. Oh, I did not hear that. Tane. I it's it's from else. the skit. It's from the YouTube video where he's like at the computer. I heard taint it's yeah. from Timon. Yeah. 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 new tang i, <laughs> I don't want definitely that in my heard taint <laughs> <laughs> okay everybody go look up the the paul red skit from tim and eric you'll understand then okay let's get into the show let's get into this i feel like our intros are slowly becoming longer and longer to the point where we're never gonna do dnd anymore it's it's because we're branching out to our conversation podcast. And discussing <laughs> we are. Podcast. Our she last episode was like a 15-minute intro, okay? So I think as long as we don't hit that, we're okay. <laughs> okay, well, we're at like seven minutes, so let's get into this. It's to inflate the value don't of the podcast. be complacent. If there's anything I've learned in life, it's that anything's flexible. Just like Connor moving his hips to that new app. <laughs> Download it now. I'm definitely making that app. We can delete that, but I'm definitely <laughs> yes, going to make that app. Adam knows how to code. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Come there's, there's... on. Give him a break. Um, we're at D&D 5th Edition Podcast. Cheaper by the Dungeon. I'm Seth. I'm the DM. We got Connor. Hello. Uh, who played Tails. Uh, we got Adam, who played Dr. Robotnik slash Eggman. And uh, Jacob is Yo. Maria. <laughs> and and uh, slash yeah, Shadow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, recap uh, Darian's rocket lance uh, uh, exploded through all the enemies, and, and then he used it one more time, which severely was burning his hands while doing so, to cause a distraction and destroy a helical robot, a giant gorilla robot, uh, and try and just, you know, clear path, do the last thing he could to make sure his friends. Peterson and Zippy could get away using their dimension door. Uh, since all the robots were going after uh, Darian, uh, 
Peterson and Zippy manage to sneak away and go to the center tower in this uh, in this valley here in the in the winter robot area. In the center tower, they use the doorknob to get in and climb all the way to the top where they met Lara. Yes, Leslie's uh, alleged girlfriend. Through uh, through a conversation and, um, and figuring out like how they're tied to each other and, and information about the Greeters Guild and about the tower, we found out that the tower actually teleports people to fa- different planes or even different locations using the, the spinning perimeter towers with the orbs. Shines a light on the center tower and boom, somebody goes off to a far off land and and they wear these suits that allow them to come back after 30 minutes essentially uh but darian uh met Otto, the crown which is like the highest level of robot or mechanos being uh, and darian spoke with Otto, uh and uh didn't try to save his friends as jacob, okay. jacob will say and uh and now darian is stuck in the bottom of an ice pit with the only companion Draken. He's got a collar around his neck to stop his magic, and all his items are gone. The sword included. So, Zippy and Peterson. Peterson, you are a rat, currently underneath Zippy's skin-tight uniform uh, that he's wearing. Uh, Lara has just taken down one of the spur robots that came in and has said that she wants to go with you uh, since you're descending down into the the depths of this Mechanos area, she's willing to work with you and come with you if it means she can see Leslie. So, you are currently in the gym locker room uh, at the top of the tower. So now you have used the doorknob uh, in the gym room and you're heading beneath into the pipes kind of back uh, behind the scenes, kind of like years room part of the tower that you originally came through. Uh, and you... Uh, and Lara, jump through, and you're on the other side, I assume, on your magic carpet. No, we're skydiving down these gears. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're actually just skydiving down. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. No, well, um, yeah, we're going to go through, and I'm going to have the magic carpet ready to bring us slowly down, and we're just going to keep descending. I'm going to ask her a question. So, um, we keep just going down, right? You said it's just further up and further down and further in and up around? Yeah, I guess. I, it's it's down underground. That's kind of where all the rest of it is. Uh, I know there's an elevator. Well, I've never been down there. I said that. I, I only go between, like, our apartment area and, and here. You don't have any idea where... Uh, I mean, I guess I knew that, but, like, you don't have any idea of this of this place? The best lead I have is that at the base level of this tower, there's, like, an elevator that goes down that that the robots use. All right, well, if you can keep on kicking, I think we'll be in good shape. Uh, yeah, we'll do, but I think we should try and do this, uh, stealthily? Because... Oh, don't you worry. I've got this, this new bodysuit, and, and I have Pass Without a Trace on right now, actually. Surprise, yeah. you can see me. <laughs> I don't think that lasts forever, so I, it's going to take a while to traverse down there. I imagine we're going to need some sort of disguise or some sort of something. Or we could just wing it. That seems to be your style that I've gathered after these past, like, five minutes I've known you. Um, I say we just keep continuing downward and wait for some type of narration to hopefully give us a clue. 
you continue downward uh, as you smoothly make your way through the gears uh, and pipes and everything. And you make it back to the base level where you entered into the tower. And you can see there's still that little uh, robot in the wall tracks. Um, and it's just working on different bits uh, and kind of tightening screws here and there. Uh, and there's that doorway on the other end. Um, it must be so sad to live such a pointless life just putting in screws like that. Just all... all for what purpose? No one's going to see. When they, when they I assume they share like what like a hive mind type of thing. Who are they trying to impress themselves? That's not a way to live. I, they seem to be very efficient, and they're not bad. Efficiency only means so much. You have to have something that drives your efficiency. Wouldn't it be, you know, wanting to please your neighbor or have someone you care about notice your work? It's just so, so sad. A painful existence. Well, it seems like their purpose, though, is just to map out this teleporter and and figure out all the planes and everything so Lame. for a purpose they got okay <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna whisper into zippy's ear just quietly so it can kind of like travel because he said his ears yeah. are tucked back right i'm gonna whisper maybe find out if we can get to those islands The ones that level told us was where Felix was going to go one day. Which one's level? <laughs> <laughs> level was the pink slime we met at the bottom of that cat town. And then we found a clue that said Felix was going to meet a bunch of other greeters at this island to the southwest, I think. Do you not want to rescue Darian? No, I do. But it might be nice to to know if we could go there. Anyways, you're doing a thing. I'll stop bugging you. Zippy, are you okay? Yeah, Why are yeah. you arching your neck back? Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'm... I'm just a little sick right now. Hey, I've got an idea. Let's play a game while we're... keep on going down slowly on this carpet. Uh, okay. It's a fun little game. You say the first word that comes into your head when I say a word. You go first. Okay. Uh, boy girl uh tiefling captured um leslie uh lame i don't like this game keep going <laughs> this is so much fun no i don't like this game if no uh, did i say lame i meant lame for me for me to think that he's not the best person i've ever met Okay, singing! Um, Island! Island? Yeah, I know this really cool song. It's called... Can you sing it for me? Living on an island, here I go. Away from my troubles, oh, that's all I know. (laughs) Wow! I've I've never heard that one. I haven't actually heard music in a while. I've been... been Answer, here for about, play the game. Know, almost I said a year. island. Uh, whoa, you're choosing the word now? Yeah, I said island. Island, uh, tropical. Okay, this game's boring. All right, we're going to keep going. <laughs> 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 we're going to keep going down. Uh, oh. Okay. 
Uh, you continue down, and you land uh, back where you uh, back against the wall where you used the, the, the doorknob. Uh, so at the other end of the room is uh, the door. Obviously, you have options. Like, yes, there is only that one door out of here at the other end of the room where you know the robot's working on gears and stuff. However, you know, you can make your way through the floor, or go outside, or you know, do whatever you want. Is the elevator anywhere close by? The elevator is uh, in the center area, the map room. It's just right off that, and that's at the base, like, the, the base entrance of the tower. So you do know the layout of this area. Like, as I said, like, just the base level. I just know this tower and the path back to the apartment. Okay, you keep, you keep guiding me to the elevator, please. And we do so slowly and sneakily. Uh, okay, but how are we going to get around that... The wall guy over there. Mm, do you have any ideas? Um, I mean, do you have um, a knife? Yeah, I got a couple in here. Why? And uh, what if I take one of those and I monk kick it really hard upwards, and it like <sighs> destroys some of the steam pipes and stuff? Do you live in the Stone Age? Not all problems can be solved by your judo kicks and your your violence. Okay, well, I'd like to... I, I have a, tr- a history record of how many times my judo kicks did get me out of problems. Listen, I'm just saying this guy is a repair robot, and if we destroy something up above, it'll lead him away from here. Good idea. You're a lot smarter. <laughs> you're, you're a lot smarter than... than Careful. <laughs> then, then, me, because I used to think Felix was not smart at all. Okay, Felix is the smartest guy I've ever met. That's He's honestly kind of like a father to me. stupid I am. Oh, oh. Yeah, uh, yes. Because I but, thought otherwise. Okay, I'm going to need Anyways. you to have a little bit more self-confidence if we're ever going to manage to sneak through here and find Leslie. All right, I say you use one of my spare knives here I have. And I'm going to throw it in the air, and you kick it right into a pipe. It'll be super cool. All right. Ready? What dagger are you choosing to throw? I just have a simple, simple dagger in here. Okay. I I have, like, that carrot peeler and a bunch of other sh- shit and whatnot. Toss it up and roll acrobatics. <laughs> cool. Damn, did you that good? What'd you get? <laughs> You go first. <clears throat> I <laughs> I got a twenty. A natural twenty? Yeah, I did. It was a natural twenty, <laughs> and I can go. Uh, okay. And I have uh, twenty-three. I thought you got a nat one in case you'd like literally just throw it into her foot. <laughs> it would just stab her. Um, you literally balance the dagger on your fingertip on the pointy end, and you're just like kind of showing off, and then you flip it up perfectly and it's like it freezes in mid-air and it's just like frozen pointing upwards perfect lara arcs her legs back and you can see the veins pop in her legs as she judo kicks that thing and it goes and it goes up and you just hear clang clang and like a bunch of just uh damaging and and steam pipes bursting and you see some fog up there she really kicked that thing and it like bent some stuff um, 
Goodbye, you see knife. the little robot uh, at the other end of the room is like, Damage sustained. Must locate source. And it starts whirring and moving up the rail and up into the higher areas of this room and trying to solve the damage. Peterson, how cool was that? That was dope. <laughs> you, but I can't really see. <laughs> you guys... Uh, hop over pipes and duck under the gears and everything. It's a very crowded room, but you make your way to the other end, um, and Lara's like, okay, uh, this should lead into the kind of center area of the tower. I think we need to go a little bit down, and then we'll see the map room, maybe? I'm not really sure exactly where we are, but let's find out. We'll figure and it she, out. She opens the door, uh, and you can see it's just very bright, and it's, it's lit by, like, torches and lanterns, but there's also this faint glow of blue that, like, illuminates the area. And you can see you're in a winding stairwell, an enclosed stairwell with a lot of kind of, like, grates. It's it's kind of like a... like a, a ch- uh, just a chain-link fence pattern, so you can see through, but it's enclosed in this winding staircase that leads to the top. So the center area of this tower is completely open, um, and you can see uh, you're, you just have to go down the stairs a little bit more to get to the base, but in the center at the base of this tower, you see there are uh, six pairs of levers that are attached to these upright gears sticking through the floor, and these levers encircle a large Tesla ball, like orb, like the one in the perimeter tower. But instead of bolts of magical lightning flowing through it, there is a static image, like a hologram-type magical thing inside this orb. Uh, and it's kind of this landscape of trees and mountains and very jungly. And you see there's uh, a moving image of a large brachiosaurus-like creature but with no tail and it has a large bull-like head with water seemingly sloshing out the top um and there's text below it uh that reads uh but there's just this image there um and yeah Lara's like okay this yeah we're, we're in the map room uh let's let's make our way down carefully we're gonna want to make sure we don't run into any uh, Mechanos, it seems like they're inputting the stuff from my helmet from my last trip. Uh, and you see there is a platform that is leading up, like a staircase, and then a platform that leads up to the orb. So it's meeting it out at the middle. Uh, and there's kind of a panel where you see the helical gorilla robot that was at the top in the last episode have the helmet that Lara was wearing, and she they have it placed in the platform. And it seems like it's kind of maybe downloading or updating or stealing the information from that helmet to inform itself or, or update its database. Um, but it seems like they're all working there to use the map from Lara's recent jump. So, what would you like to do? Um, Lara, what what was the purpose of your last jump? Uh, there is never really any purpose, just to scout around and, uh see the area, see if we can find anything interesting or anything of note. Nobody. Did you find anything of note? Uh, well, I found these creatures, yeah. These these were new. I've, I, I went to this plane, it was lots of wild beasts that were large. Did and, they make and... you go on this trip really urgently or anything, or was this pretty much scheduled? Oh, it's always scheduled. Um, we kind of swap out us and the other greeters. Uh, we all kind of take turns 
doing the jumps and traveling and then what would happen if I touched one of these levers well that changes the coordinates of where we lead to so we don't really know exactly where so we just always kind of move the levers into a new position to see where that leads us essentially Felix wants us to use this to you know find grand treasures faster or or find one quickly is it always just planes or can it be like uh, in our plane right now it can be in our plane Hmm. Let me. F- I want to fiddle around with these a bit. Okay. Well, I don't think they'll let you. Oh, is it upstairs? It's not in front of us right now. Like, the, yeah, I, I do the jump, like the actual teleport upstairs. But this is where you set the coordinates and everything. Yeah, they won't know if we're doing it down here. They're too busy. They're literally right there. <laughs> they could. They could see us. And They're also, upstairs. we should. DM. I am gonna whisper just quietly into Zippy's ear. I'm gonna say. Can we ask if there is any evidence that suggests Grand Treasures would be on other planes? You want to ask, like, the robots that are her? Her. She seems to be our best source of intel. I think that's a good question to ask right now when we're already just trying to get her focused on saving our friend? Well, gauge it. But, you know, would be good to know. But you're doing great. I have a few questions for you, but... Uh, do you think we'll have time to answer after this whole mess uh, sh- yeah of course if you help me find Leslie I'll answer any of your questions is that a promise pinky I don't do that okay uh, ring finger nope I have six fingers which one would you like here repeat after me I promise I promise two two Never lie to Zippy and always be true to him and forever, ever, 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 ever tell the truth and always stick by his side. Uh, never lie to Zippy and forever, ever, 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 ever stay by his side. You missed a couple words. We can try this again. Okay. Well, you didn't give me enough space. You said so much. Okay, well, we'll carry on this conversation later, but I'm watching you. That just made me a little bit more suspicious. Okay, fine. But I want to touch the lever. Listen, I'm sticking my neck out for you helping here. Okay, okay, let's keep going down, but let's re- let's remember this area, okay? You and me. Yes, I won't forget it. I've been here. Okay, you start creeping your way down the stairs. And you see uh, there's only a few, few more steps, but there are some uh, spurs that have left the main platform. The helical is still up there, but two other spurs have left there, and they're moving their way to the staircase where you're on. So you will be on a collision course with them. Yeah, but what I have like to the trace on, so it's okay. <laughs> this is a single file staircase, very small. Uh, even with Pass Without a Trace, eventually they will bump you into you and be like... this is like an what? open tower, right? It's like a spiral staircase? Yeah, but it's an enclosed spiral staircase. So you, there's like little window chain link fence grates that you can see out of it in, but it's like enclosed. It's like in the wall. Okay. Well, then, since we know there's an area beyond the chains, I'm going to put a door in these, these chains. Okay, maybe I'm not describing this correctly, because I don't think you would do this. Uh, it's an enclosed staircase, so it's a spiral staircase up this center open area. Yeah. Uh, essentially, there's windows that lead, let you see... Okay, you're walking down to your left, which leads to the center area. There's like windows, so you can see through. You can't fit through, but you can see down into the center. But you couldn't jump or move or anything. And then to your right is just the stone wall. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. And I want to put the door into the wall that would lead to the open area. <laughs> I just don't know if you can put a door into a chain link fence. Yeah, that too. Like it's that's not like Okay, completely. well, let's think about bricks for a second. What's the difference between a brick and a chain link fence? There's spaces between the brick and spaces between the no, chains. The, the brick's connected by mortar. Yeah, and there's always freaking spaces between atoms. It makes it into a solid object. Like, it would be like a solid piece. You're expecting me to discredit everything the chain link has been through. Not making it seem more than what it is. Okay, I see okay, what it cut. could be, and you guys are saying no, it can't. Yeah, that's right. Well, we are saying we can't, Jacob. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain this. <laughs> the, phys- the physics guys are going to come back on us. How about this then? Because I ain't getting in some toughy with these robo buddies. I run away. (laughs) (laughs) So the spurs are coming towards the staircase. Uh, You're kind of crouched down there so you can see through because you're almost at the the ground floor now. You're only a few steps away. Um, But in this room, there's only the helical and this two spurs. Um, You see that two are coming up the staircase, though. Okay, um, Laura, do you think you could... Uh, you'd be fine if these guys saw you, or would it be strange? Uh, it would be strange, because I'm not escorted right now. Do we fight our way through? These guys are easy. Um, damn, how much time do I have until they meet us on the staircase? They're just getting off the staircase that leads to the center platform that leads up to, like, the, the map orb. Uh, so about 30 seconds. Oh, because they're on the they're about to get onto the same landing that yeah, we're going to get Yeah, and then onto. they're turning to go okay. up the stairs, yeah. Oh, oh, so there's a chance. Like, we could hustle and, and just sneak past them. If there's a big landing. Or is the landing single file as well? No, the landing's open area, but, like, if you exit the staircase, you'll be... There's nowhere to hide, essentially. Right, okay. Zippy, what are we going to do? Let's, let's backtrack. Let's backtrack up. No. This is, no. Um, I'm just going to tootle on down these steps. <laughs> <laughs> As if I didn't even know these robots are here. Let's let's just backtrack and then we'll take them out on the stairs. No, I think meeting them in the open area is the best thing to do. Are the, you serious? Well, what's, what's the better option? I don't see a difference with your plan. Stealth takedown! No, I don't play like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, uh, well, every man for himself, then. No, you're going to help me. How? You have no plan, and they're t- ten seconds away. Let's, Zippy, let's go. Wait, how many are there? There's two. Can't you see with your two eyes? Two of us. Well, for now. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, I want to run down the stairs until I get right to the corner. Okay, you get right to the corner. You're on the bottom step. Your foot is on the floor. You're you see you're in the open, um, like area. It's it's just an open circular room with kind of the the glass orb with the map and these levers on these gears sticking out of the ground. So it's fairly open, fairly visible. These helico- uh, these spurs are marching to meet you. Uh, essentially, you're on the right side of this room, 
on the left side of it uh, is uh, a corridor uh, that leads to uh, what Lara would describe as the elevator. And at the top, so if you're on the right, that's on the left. At the front is these large doors that exit the tower. And at the back, there's just a wall. It's just a wall. Okay. I reach behind me to grab something out of my bag. Okay. Instead, I grab Peterson. (laughs) (laughs) And I just chuck him across the room around the corner. And I, uh, <laughs> in hopes to distract the uh, the robots, he knows what I'm trying to do. <laughs> okay, um, you are down at the bottom of the stairs, Lars. They're like, "What are we doing?" The robots are walking towards you. They're about ten feet away. You just chuck this rat out of the corner. It slides across on its belly, like twirling uh, onto the whole other end of the room, uh, and. There is a rat over there near near the left side where the quarter to the elevator is. The spurs that were walking towards the stairs uh, just see this. Their eyes dart past their orbs, focus onto the rat at the other end of the room, and they're like, Animal intruder. I'm going to book it, and I'm going to go and go onto, like, the left side of the orb and hide there away from them, but so that... They can just kind of like see my tail, kind of thing. But I'm okay. but I'm right next to the orb. Okay, uh, you uh, run around and hide behind the orb, and the robots, the robots go. Hey, stop that! You, you get back here, you little rascal. DM. Meanwhile, while this is happening, can we like gauge that we're not going to be in their line of sight and try to inch our way towards the elevator? Yes. They move away from the stairs, and now they're moving around the gears and everything, trying to go to the other side where Rat Peterson is. The helical gorilla robot is still on the platform, which is about just 20 feet up in the air, uh, but it seems really focused on downloading this helmet data. So its back is turned to you. It's facing the back wall. Um, so you can start sneakily like making your way across, and Lara's like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, let's, ah, let's go! Are there any openings in these spurs? Like any exposed wires or like gasket <laughs> yeah. openings? So they're they kind of look like uh, like astronaut uniform kind of things with these big bulbous heads. Um, but there are some some gaps specifically in like the armpit area or behind the knees that you've noticed. And is it like smooth stainless steel or is it like is it is it is it textured enough that a rat could climb? It's pretty smooth, but uh, you could manage, like, there's little chinks and, and little ledges or, or detail bits that you could climb or latch onto. Okay, I'm going to squeak as loud as I can, and I'm going to just keep moving aw- aw- around the orb away from them, but enough to so that they can kind of see me and so I am kind of distracting them. Okay, Peterson, uh... You are running around. You don't have to make any checks because you're just literally running around, uh, and the robots go... Get that rat. What are you doing? How did you get here? I don't think rats even survive in this environment. Come back here, you. And uh, they're still chasing you. Zippy, uh, what, what would you like to do? You still want to inch your way across? Like, basically speed walk away? Yeah, well, we're against the walls. I mean, it's like we're... we're okay. Just keep an eye on we're inching towards. You are, like, 
backs pressed against the wall, inching your way across. Um, make a stealth check with advantage. I don't think that. Oh yeah, baby. All right, I'll do it for you, DM. Does he still add plus ten? Uh, yeah, you can add your plus ten uh, since you're still within the time limit for your pass for the, uh, pass without a trace. All right, first roll is a twenty-one. Okay. And the second roll is a natural twenty. That is all I need to hear. Um, you are inching your way. You are inching your way around uh, the outskirts. So you're making your way from the right to the left, and you're going around the top way. Uh, as you get to the door that leads to the exit of the tower, uh, you can hear just some robot voices on the other side uh, discussing. There's like robot guards outside the front door, uh, and they're just discussing as you walk by. Uh, and they're just saying, We need to find the other intruders. We were so focused on that Eladrin that we forgot about the rabbit and the goblin. This is, w- this is what you get when, when you get tunnel vision. <laughs> Um, and and that's all they're talking about outside. But you are so stealthy. It's your rabbit feet are padded. They don't make a sound. And you make it all the way to the left corridor, and you make it out. Uh, you're out of the open area, and you're down the little hallway to this elevator platform. It's just a platform, and you can see um, there's some uh, like rails on the side that seem to be where it's kind of locked in. Uh, but on this uh, elevator platform, there is only two orbs, two magical orbs, 25 feet apart. And Lara speaks up and says, Okay, Zippy, uh, to get this to go down, we need to kind of make a chain. We need to connect ourselves, one on the other and one on the left side. We need to connect. I need to get my rat back, though. Your rat? Why, would, why did you have that rat anyways? I thought you'd think he's weird. I do. Who has rats in their... It was in your clothes. See, That's now that you're disgusting. asking this question, it makes me uncomfortable. Okay, listen, I, I don't care what you do with your rats. Do we really need it? It's, yes, he's my friend. Well, okay, work, call him back or something, but we gotta make a chain from one end of this orb to the other, or else this isn't gonna work. Uh, can I recall him with this Pokeball I have? Um, depends what your friendship bond level Red is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I got. I don't think I got anything. Uh, I'm gonna try to climb up the leg of the closest one. Oh, jeez. Okay, you. But like, but behind, I'm gonna like, but grab onto his leg and then climb up like his calf and his kneecap. Uh, and I'm gonna try to climb. So I'm. So the other spur doesn't see me as easily. And I'm gonna be like spiraling around the leg, just trying to get up towards the open sockets near the head and the shoulders. Okay. Uh, you jump on it and its legs, and I want you to make a... Actually, I'm going to roll a save for a sec. Okay. Um, the So their red orbs are glowing. The, the two are chasing you. You jump on the closest one as it's chasing you. You grab onto its leg, and you see its red orb kind of flickers, and it goes to blue for a second, a blue hue, and you just hear it go... Ew, ew, get off, get off. Ah, I hate rats, I hate rats. <laughs> Must eliminate animal targets. I hate rats, I hate them. Ah! It's going between red and blue as you jumped on it. Uh, but the other one is pure red, uh, and it is trying to grab at you as you're climbing. So make a dexterity save. Oh, man, okay. 
13. Uh, okay, not good enough. The uh, other okay. robot, you're climbing up its chest, moving up its arms, squeaking along, and it grabs you. And it has you in its hands. And I'm going to squeak, and I'm going to try to bite him. Okay, uh, well, ro- <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'm going to do anything, but I mean, what else would a rat do? Roll to bite the metal. Natural hand. 20, please. Uh, am I adding strength to this or what? Uh, we'll use your rat stats. Okay, well, in that case, minus one, 14. Okay. Um, you, uh, you do, you do actually, uh, like, nick it and just scratch it, but, uh, just roll 1d4 damage, because it's so, so minor. Oh, baby. One. How appropriate. Yeah, you just chip into it, and it's just, like, (laughs) stop that. Did I, did I scare him, did I bite him enough that he loosened his grip? Probably not. No. Okay. Alright, I will dispose of the creature. I will bring it outside. And the one starts moving uh, with you in its cl- uh, hand. It moves from the back of the tower to the front, and, and it's crossing. Uh, and you're in its hands. What are you going to do? I'm going to tuck my ears back, and I'm going to just like open my eyes as big as possible and look like the cutest mouse rat that's ever been seen in the, the mountains. Performance check. Yes. Oh boy. Uh, fourteen. You use your big, beautiful rat eyes, and you you puff up your cheeks, trying to look as cute as possible. And it stares down at you with its red orb glowing on your face, and it just says, "Disgusting." Uh, and it's heading out the door. No, I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I think this is okay. If I'm not getting obliterated, I'm content. So, uh, Zippy and Lara, are, you're there at the elevator, and Lara's like, Come on, come on, let's let's leave. My rat! Listen, Zippy, we gotta go. We gotta, we gotta go down. Do you have anything that can connect from one end to the other that we can hold? I have some rope in my bag. Or do you need something, like, conductible? Yeah, conductible. Um... If I, like, stretch myself out, can you grab onto my ear? And I'll, like, touch it with my foot? Uh, well, it's 25 feet, and my <laughs> wingspan's about s- 7 feet, so... You knew about this, but you didn't tell me? I thought we could figure it out at the moment. Can you turn into a snake or something? I don't know. This is your puzzle to solve, you player. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my puzzle to solve. You forgot to tell me. <laughs> I mean, I can turn into a snake. Um, I have a bit of like organic slime that might work. All right, I walk over her and pour a bit of the bucket down at her feet and make a little line in the sand. Essentially. Oh my god, what is this? Yeah, don't look at it. It's mine. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Oh jeez, let's. And I make a line all the way to the other side. Oh. Where the other conductor is, the like orb. <laughs> yeah. Okay, place your hand on it, and I guess one hand in the slime. Bleep. Okay. Oof. She puts her hand on the orb, you put yours on the other, and she's like, oh, let's enter the slime zone. 
<laughs> and you sink your hands in and you see like uh, a magical glow goes over Lara's body, over the sl- pink slime and over yours and it meets in the middle and you just hear ka-chunk and boo, you go down. And Ugh. Peterson, you look over and you see Zippy and Lara leave on the elevator and you are taken outside <laughs> in the grips of this uh, robot. Does Peterson like have a feeling that like I didn't leave him on purpose, but it's something that, like, we had a little look, didn't we? Well, that's up for Peterson it. to decide when you checked him across the room. <laughs> <laughs> he knew what I was doing. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am back with another mid-roll for you. And I'm going to keep it quick. So first off, we're going to play a little promo clip from another Dungeons & Dragons show, actually, another podcast. They are called The Mighty Ones. And do you want me to explain it to you? Too bad. They're going to do it for you. I'll play that clip. The world as you know it has just gotten bigger. An ivory and gold base floats above the world of Faerun. Here, technology and magic merge to assist the Harpers in their ever-eternal struggle for order in a world slowly crumbling into anarchy. But what other worlds are also in peril? That's what four brave heroes need to find out. Kalistar, the tabaxi rogue, secretly a history fanatic. My name is Kalistar. Well, Kalistar, it's very pleasant to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Ezra. Well, he didn't say I didn't tell you the name yet, but... <laughs> Too bad. Almog, a water genasi sorcerer, aspiring to be a proper spell jamming pilot. Yeah. Ooh, nice tray. You sit there for a couple of minutes and realize that nothing is happening. <laughs> Ezra Lee Taylor, a hired gunslinger assassin who uses his learned skills to answer his most burning questions. Who goes there? So, so as you fire the, the blunderbuss... Yes. It emanates this just almost volcanic eruption noise just <laughs> throughout the entire ship. And you actually... <laughs> yeah, super incredibly loud. And Lieutenant Katkin Tukmuk, a gnome druid sent by the Emerald Enclave to investigate a phenomenon that could rupture their reality. Oh, hey, there you guys. Uh, sorry to keep you waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Action, adventure, and comedy. The Mighty Ones Podcast is proud to present their Chapter 2 saga. Catch us live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Mighty Ones Podcast every other Friday. Every session is recorded, edited, and released every Wednesday and every other Monday on iHeartRadio, Simplecast, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Hope to see you when the rolls hit the fan. Thank you for that clip, The Mighty Ones, and thank you for playing our ad on your show as well. Um, So, yeah, go check them out uh, and give them some sweet, sweet iTunes reviews. Yeah, those those are like crack for us podcasters, so go give them some. Speaking of crack, I would like some as well, specifically the iTunes reviews or Podchaser reviews, actually. That's the next kind of like up-and-coming thing, it seems. So if you really like the show and you want to support us, uh, you can toss us an iTunes review or a Podchaser review. 
really appreciate that. And uh, or if you want to help us in a more uh, straight up direct way, we have a Patreon. And the only reason I'm mentioning this specifically is because I'm looking at you, Hannah. Yes, you, our newest patron. Thank you so much for becoming a Patreon member. I We really appreciate it. Uh, again, yeah, all, all the money that uh, we get from Patreon goes right into the show to getting better mics, as you can hear, my Chris Mario. Uh, and also to, uh, you know, producing kind of our musical numbers and stuff like that. Uh, so thank you so, so much. Uh, really, really means the world to us. Uh, maybe, maybe not Jacob. If he was here, he might say it doesn't mean anything to him. But to the rest of us, it means a lot. Um, so thank you. Moving on, though, uh, guess what? We've got another episode coming out. Calendar. This is the part I always forget to pull it up. Ooh, two weeks from now. You know what day that is? March 10th. Yes, March 10th. That's when our next episode is going to be coming out. And uh, I don't want to spoil anything. But I think it's going to be maybe the best episode of this entire arc. That's a tall order. And we haven't even recorded it yet. So, man, if I don't follow through. Uh, but, uh, well, you can all be the judge of that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, get get excited for the next one. I think big things are going to be happening. Big things. Um, so, yeah, uh, stay tuned. And as always, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Twists and turns await. Now, let's get back to it. And we're back with Darian. <gasps> you are currently at the bottom of this ice pit. Um, and, and you are just down there sitting you don't have your armor on you're in just these like rags basically a potato sack you have this metal mechanos kind of like collar around your neck that is uh anti-magic so you, so you can't cast anything uh while it's on you uh and you can't seem to get it off uh your hands are just still bleeding and burning and it like not physically burning anymore but you've burned your hands so bad that you know, the nerves in there are just completely shot. Um, and there's the fishbowl with Draken on the other side. What are you doing? Oh, gosh, how are we going to get out of here? Um, how smooth are the walls? Yeah, like, are they, like, slick smooth? Uh, they're pretty icy. Um, and, and they're kind of craggedy, so, like, you know, climbing isn't completely out of the option, but it would be difficult because it is kind of, like, slick. You know, there's kind of footholds here and there. I, I want to inspect the wall, see if I can find, like, you know, like a, a rock climber, like, can find, like, the crack in the wall that they can, you know, fit their fingers into. Can I find a section of ice that looks something like that? Yep. Uh, roll an investigation check. Okay. Uh, okay, not great, not great. Uh, that's going to be... Oh, minus! Wait, no, I got I have my proficiency bonus. Okay, so it's just the... Just plus one. Under. That was a roller coaster. Um, so that's going to be a six. <laughs> uh, you can't seem to find any of said cracks uh, in the wall. Uh, and you said it's like like what five five meters deep, or how how deep is it? Uh, essentially, yeah, it, it's about like eighty feet deep. It's okay. pretty deep. All right, Draken. Well, 
What have you got then? I... I got no magic, no items. We've got icy walls, and I've got charred hands. What's your idea? I don't really have any right now. <laughs> you sounded pretty inspiring a few minutes ago. Yeah, well, that, that was kind of an in-the-moment thing. I'm thinking, though. Okay, what are our options? Uh, I... Not a lot. I've... I mean, I'm... I have sackcloth, a nice, neat metal choker that's stopping me from doing anything. Uh, we've got you and your glass bowl. This... I guess this paper card note. About... That I could use some company from Otto. Really not a lot. And... I'm... If I'm being completely honest, I'm... I'm pretty wiped out. I don't... I don't have a lot of energy left. Okay. Paper airplane notes on the table. Could you cut your head off and live? No, and I don't currently have a method of doing so. Modern day lodging are so weak. <laughs> there's, there's just nothing. And Darian uh, kind of slumps down against the wall. Well, this is a new sight. What? What is? Seeing you all defeated. I haven't known you for too long, but even I can tell you're kind of the nothing-gets-me-down type. This is a pretty hopeless situation. I mean, there's nothing here but ice walls. I don't know how many times I can say that without understanding that I have literally nothing left. Do you always give up this quick whenever you hit a wall? Has, has your lodge and royalty in the Feywild just made you soft? Have you never had to deal with any hard times? I'm not hearing any good ideas coming from you, Draken. I said the paper airplane one, didn't I? Darian stands up and keeps kind of pacing around the walls, just kind of dragging his, his hands across them, just trying to find anything. Roll another investigation check. Even, even worse. That's a four. Holy smokes! The oh. one you thought was a lead from before? Nah, can't even see it now. I can't even find that spot. Uh, I want to try punching the wall and see if I can crack some of the ice or something. Okay, you go to punch. Make a stre- uh, strength check. <laughs> no way. That's a natural 20. You two garbage investigation rolls and then a natural 20 on a punch a wall. Out of anger, you punch the wall and pain shoots up your arm. You fall to the ground like tears welling because your hand is just so brutally burned and you literally just punched a wall with all your might. But it did leave kind of a dent and a little bit of a crack going up. Nothing major, but you know, you, you made kind of a dent. And you're on the floor in pain. Oh, oh that was a poor life choice. Oh. Do you really not like your hands? Was it, what the hell is wrong with you? I don't know. I thought maybe I could crack something into something more useful. I don't know. I mean, a fractured a little, but that's definitely not a viable option. My hands will be paced before. 
before we make it anywhere useful. You're right. <clears throat> How do you feel about that? Your hands! What do you mean? How do I feel about my my charred hands? Yeah, I mean, like, they look pretty bad. I don't think they're going to heal properly. Well, I'm... Magic is a powerful thing. I'm sure I can find something and heal them like I have before. I've, I've healed other wounds. It's, it's, not, it's nothing crazy. And if it doesn't work, healing nerves is a difficult thing to do. Even for Archfey. I find that hard to believe. I, it, there's plenty of magic that can do many of things. I've grown my hair back. I've Yes, because hair is the same thing. It's, it's, it's fine. It's just, it's fine. Just trying to make conversation. Uh, could we try and just make it something more useful? Like, like, finding a way to get out of here? Like, I don't know, maybe like breaking your fishbowl and... Turning them into ice picks or something? Okay, we're not breaking the bowl! Don't even talk about that. I mean, that's the first viable option I think we've come up with so far. Damn it. Damn it all. And Darian slumps against the wall again. You know what, I just really hope... The other guys made it out of here, because... Sorry, Draken, I know you had a good run, but I don't think we will. Yeah, they're probably dead. What? Listen, Darian, why do you do that anyways? You're constantly saying things like, oh, let's move on, oh, oh we'll talk about this later. You keep pushing forward and further in without taking into account anything you leave behind. You're quite oblivious. Can't you see it gets on your friend's nerves? I... I don't know what you're talking about. Like, the, that's, it's, it's important to keep moving forward. We, we have goals. We have ambitions. Oh, come on. We, Listen, they literally make fun of you for it every five minutes. I don't know why I should feel bad for about wanting to, uh, to accomplish things. It's, it's, it's fine. We need to keep moving forward. I don't... What are you trying to accomplish? Find a grand treasure? Then what? Well, I'm, I'm seeking power. I'm, I'm trying to... Beat my father, I'm trying to... Oh, here we go with the daddy issues again. Look, I just, I need to keep moving forward. I can't afford to stop, okay? I promise you power, though. If that power offers me something in this room right now... Well, I think now that I'm thinking about it, before I even move on to the next step with you, I need to see you mature a little. You need to grow up, Darian. You think you're untouchable. You think you and your sword can do anything. But look at you now. I can't afford... You're telling me, honestly, that if it was you... Look, I just... Did you lay down your life for them, or did you just want to have a cool moment? Because you didn't actually think you'd die, because you've never actually experienced any consequences. Look, look I've, I've experienced many consequences, okay? I just... I Name, can't... like, three. The whole reason I can't stop moving, the whole reason I don't Last time I thought you came here was back. because of a Draken, coin flip. Enough! The whole reason I don't want to stop, the whole reason I can't look back, is because I'll break. Being exiled by my family, having a father who was never there for me, and the second he was, he sent me away. 
I have a, my friends lost and in another dimension that I'm not allowed to go back to without fear of death for something I feel like I maybe now was a little more dangerous than I originally thought, but at the time, I, I didn't see as an issue. You talked about your father, right? Being a being very pushy and stuff. Why do you think that was? Well, I don't know, because he's an asshole. Because he's got expectations on himself that he chose to impose on his son who didn't ask for it. What did you learn from that? You just learned resentment? <laughs> Most of the skills I have came from him pushing me. But it still doesn't seem fair to impose something like that on a, such a young child. I didn't have that experience. I was put in training from a very young age, set apart from my peers. Darian, listen, you've got potential. Sure. But you're too held up. You say you look forward, but honestly... You gotta let go. Gotta forgive. You gotta... I don't know. Grow up. Take the good things, like the skills he taught you, and use them. I can't believe I'm actually listening to a talking fish right now. And then you hear some... And you hear uh, there is a mechanized person coming to the top of the pit. And you hear a voice, and you look up, and you see a red orb shining down on you. Hi! Hi there! How are you? Good to see you, Darian, my next guest. So nice to see you! How are you? Can you hear me? And you see Darian kind of wipes his eyes for the moment. Um... Yeah, I can hear you. You sound obnoxiously chipper, though. <laughs> yeah, my name's Trisha. I was programmed to be good with people. Would you like lasagna? Um, I don't think I've ever had lasagna. I don't think I know what that is. Oh, it's great. Uh, maybe I'll make some for you then when you come back. Uh, I was actually ordered on your handler, by the way. Uh, I'll be taking care of you and making sure you survive. Um, but Otto would like to meet you again. If you're up for it, are you ready? I I guess I've got nothing else in here. Okay, perfect. I'll just, I'll just smooth you on down there and and get you out, okay? Okay, but you have a name. What? Oh, yeah, that's just because I'm programmed to be good with people, and people like names. It kind of humanizes me. Buckle up. The red light moves over the pit, and you can see it's this, like, six-legged, kind of, like, spidery robot. It's very big. It spans the, the width of the the pit, and it digs its uh, legs into the wall and moses its way on down. And it has kind of on its chest, right underneath its orb, kind of this, like, baby carrier thing that you wear, like, you know how parents wear to carry their babies on the front? It's like one of those. Gosh. Um... And she kind of uh, just waves to, to like, basically buckle up into the ride. This uh, kind of baby carrier is in front of you. They're waving for you to come in. What would, what would you like to do? You want to go in? 
Uh, yeah, Darian slowly gets off the floor, just kind of looks at Draken for a second, and steps into this baby carrier. Okay. And this kind of spire bot ascends the pit, and you go off. Cut to Peterson. Peterson, you are in this robot's hand, this spur's hand, uh, and they have led you out the, the tower. You see the two other spurs that are kind of out front of it, uh, out front of the doors, kind of guarding there. Uh, and they see you uh, and are just kind of confused as to why a rat's here. Um, and the robot literally looks at you and just says, Okay, goodbye. And it just throws you. <laughs> like it throws you out into the snow and you go flying and poof, land in a like a pack of like untouched snow and it's still fluffy um but essentially essentially you are outside this main tower around you you see two of the closer perimeter towers are encircling you see some uh nearby kind of openings to these little huts uh these mechanos huts that lead uh, underground essentially um so you're kind of just out in the cold. You see a lot of them kind of moving about, lots of drones in the air, scouting. Uh, it seems like people are pretty much on high alert for intruders out here. Okay. In the last episode, we'd established I still have my mask, right? Yes. My little tiny mouse goblin mask. Okay. Does it work? Uh, yes. Yeah, boy! Okay. So I'm going to immediately I'm gonna pull it down. You know, around my little cute mouse ears, I'm going to look through my mask. Can I see through the dirt to see if any of these life forces are going down underground through these huts? Um, you can see some of the Mechanos uh, beings. They have these kind of thin uh, magical essence, not as much as a regular person, but just like kind of a faint one. Uh, and you can see they are kind of leading in, and then you lose sight of them as they kind of descend underneath the ground. Okay. Um, but they are dis- but I do get a sense that they're descending. Yes. Okay. I and the snow's fluffy. Like, do I sink into it or do I run on top of it? Yeah, you you've sunk into it here. Okay. So <laughs> that's like a a shivering mouse rat thing, rat. And I'm just going to look for the closest one. And before I freeze to death, I'm going to try my best to to just book it under the snow towards that while. Also, and I'll do like the cursory glance around to see if I see the life force of any predators, like a, a fox or something like that. But I'm just gonna, as as quickly as I can, tunnel underneath the snow towards one of those huts. Okay, uh, you start tunneling uh, and maneuvering your your little rat body uh, through the snow, uh, just digging constantly, and uh, you do not notice any like other predator, like fox or, or any other animals around here. Um, but you do see you are right out front, just around the corner of the entrance to one of these little huts. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm not even going to look to see if anything's, I'm imagining that like I'm about to die because I'm so cold because it's like a rat and like freaking. Yeah, it's know. pretty, it's pretty bad. And I'm just going to, if it's an open door, I'm just going to right, tie it up against the doorway. I'm going to crawl in and hug the wall on the inside. Okay, you move around and you hug uh, the wall. You can feel steam coming from, uh, like, below or heat. Uh, so you are getting a little bit warmer just even being inside the hut just a little bit. I'm going to hold my hands uh, out and there's rub just... them together. <sighs> kind of like, you know, warm my hands up. Kind of like a fly does, you know. 
<laughs> uh, you rub your little ratatouille hands together and, like a chef, and you see there is just a stairwell that leads down. These huts just seem to be housing this kind of entrance to the underground. There's no crates, no boxes, nothing in here? No crates, no boxes in here. Okay, well then, is there a railing on the on these stairs? There is. I would Don't like know. to climb up the banister so I can so I can without having to jump downstairs constantly. I just want to kind of crawl on top of the railing and go down. Okay. You crawl on top and you start sliding down. You land at the bottom of the stairwell. It didn't go down too deep, but you see there is a hallway in front of you. The stairwell exits to a hallway, just one direction going left and one direction going right. And there is a sign um, that says uh, campers and travelers. Campers go to the left, travelers go to the right. That's where the sign on the wall is pointing. Okay, so travelers, I'm assuming, would be going to the big tower. And campers are going back to the barracks. But underground. I'm going to go to the campers, hugging along the wall. And if I do happen to see a hole in the wall, perfect for a rat, I will investigate it. But first, I'm just going to move towards the campers. Okay. You make your way out. Uh, into this hallway and it's illuminated by these uh, light torches, light orbs in the ceiling. It's very just kind of clean cut steel. It's kind of like a hospital hallway and um, you make your way down um, and you hear some footsteps of nearby or just like off in the distance you can hear some some mechanized people working but you don't hear too much Um, and you actually do notice uh, the floor kind of changes from uh, steel and, and like just kind of pavement uh, to wood uh, as you head towards the camper's way. It kind of starts looking kind of log cabiny tavernish. Is there any sense of d- going downhill? Uh, very slightly, okay. yeah. Okay. So there is a bit of a decline. But you are moving down uh, kind of this ramp, this wooden ramp now. And you do notice there is a little kind of kind of hole in the wall maybe uh investigate yeah baby uh uh 14 okay you find uh a perfectly open hole here for a rat um if you choose to go down it you can either go in the hole see where it leads or you can continue down this hallway that's wood uh i'm gonna go down the i'm gonna go in the hole okay you go in the hole and uh, you notice, you know, it, it's just kind of dirt and, and there's kind of like some worms and stuff and bugs just in the walls or in, in the dirt. Uh, but it's kind of a hole and you can climb up the wall using your rat hands and further into the hole. It seems like it's kind of hollowed out a little bit. And there's kind of a network of these little dirt tunnels that little critters have made um, that live underneath the ground. Some mole people. <laughs> Not people, just moles. Um but you're, you move your way up, and you're kind of on top of the hallway that you were just in. Uh, and you can see you are at a cr- intersection. So left, if you turn left here, you would head back down the hallway the way you came, at least from above. Right continues down that hallway where you went, where we're headed. 
uh, forward, you know, just cuts across and goes into potentially on the, the unknown. So which way would you like to go? I, hmm. Oh, shoot. I want to go forward into the unknown. Okay. You go forward um, into the the dirt uh, and you leave the wooden roof and it's more just like pure dirt hole. Um, but you keep moving forward and it gets kind of narrower and narrower um, and you keep moving and you hear voices coming from across the way like further down the tunnel it's kind of echoing now make a perception check 24 yes okay you hear down the hole you hear voices of people talking and saying I wonder when Lara will come back. She's been gone for quite a while. Her jump should have been finished forever ago. Yes, it's been a while. I want to get going soon. I think I was really on to something. Yes, the small one could be gone for a while, but it could be just a longer jump. I'm sure she'll be back. It hasn't even been a half hour since the light. Yes, but I don't know. I just like to worry. You know how I am, Lockton. It's just constantly worrying. <sighs> I'm getting cabin fever. We've been here too long. Uh, where's Felix coming back? Uh, I'm just so bored. Jumping's fun and all, but uh, I just want to stop being on, like, house arrest, it feels. Yes, I sympathize with, with that statement. But we must do our job as greeters. Mm, yes, greeters. That's what you hear. So there's at least three of them. I am going to crawl forward. You crawl forward uh, and you land on this kind of steel mechanos kind of ceiling-ish area. It's different from the wood and everything. Uh, it feels kind of like mechanos steel. Uh, but you make your way over and uh, you find there's kind of a little nook in the corner of this room and you can kind of use your rat eye to peer through and you can see there's uh, three greeters all circled around um, a table Uh, they're just wearing kind of like regular commoner clothes, nothing too fancy Uh, not even their greeter cloaks Um, you see a minotaur at the table and it's just kind of holding like a little cup with some steaming water coming out seems like tea uh, you see uh, this very long-legged uh, human guy who has a pumpkin over his head and a long nose that points out the face of it. It's like carved-out pumpkin head face. How, how do you come up with uh, this stuff, man? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and you see a goblin hey. uh, at, at the table as well. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's what you see. And they're all just kind of sitting around chatting, just chilling. It, it, it seems like just... Uh, a, a room to eat like a dining room essentially and there's a door at the other end of the room uh, it's very small it's just kind of a square room with a circular table okay and are there any beds is this where they sleep 
Nope, you don't see any beds in here. It's just the table and then the door out. Is the ho- door is not open. Is the hole I'm peeking through big enough to get in the room? Uh, no. Okay. But the tunnel does continue on. Uh, I'm going to keep going then. Okay. You continue to scurry down uh, the the uh, the dirt tunnel. Um, and you start to hear something else uh, in the tunnel coming towards you now. Uh, you're, you're still working your way through here, but you hear rustling and, and burrowing and, and noises, and you see an arctic ground squirrel is in front of your path, and it looks at you, and it just goes... Salutations. My name is Peterson, the last surviving uh, squirrel of the eastern uh, spear... Squirrel... Tri- uh, rat. Sorry. <laughs> Distracted. Um, rat tribe. How, uh, can you understand me? Rodent to rodent. It stares at you quizzically and just goes... Roll for initiative, oh. and we're gonna cut to. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, we're gonna cut to uh, Zippy. <laughs> um, Zippy, you and Lara are moving down on this elevator uh, the whole way, uh, and you land at the base, and it goes chunk, and you release your hands off the elevator orbs, uh, and the blue glow fades away. Um, and you have this pink slime, and Lara just takes her hand out of it, and it's like, oh, gross, 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 gross. Oh. Okay, put that back in its bucket, please. Don't tell me what to do. And I put it back okay. in my uh, bucket. <laughs> uh, you can see outside this elevator platform is a wide open... Uh, kind of ravine. You know how in Minecraft they have those ravines where it's just this kind of narrow, uh, very long area where it's very deep and very high? It's like that, and you just see out before you is a very long kind of metallic ravine, and there's lots of bridges going from one side to the other, uh, and you can see off in the distance there are lots of uh, Mechanos drones kind of flying about, Um and you also see there is a very, very tall and thin uh, Mechanos being off in the distance, just grabbing these orbs, these just solid Mechanos steel orbs, and picking them up and placing them over on another side. And it's very large, and it, you can't see its feet or bottom. It seems like it's just a torso and large arms, and it's just kind of like acting as a crane essentially to move these metallic mechanos orbs from one area to another it's very off in the distance though uh immediately in front of you you see there is kind of just a bridge uh that lets you look down and you could either go left or right or or fly across it's just lots of it's kind of like a maze but there's lots of mechanos drones the big one and actually make a perception check with your eyes so no advantage oh man uh, 12. Uh, you're kind of overwhelmed by all this, and you don't see any uh, specific information that I was going to give you to see what I described. Oh, man. Okay. Zippy, um, I guess he's down here. We're kind of in the belly of the beast here. 
Just hold on a second. Unlike you, who can easily just leave their greeter friends, um, I'm worried about my whole team right now. So give me a second. Uh, I wanna, I wanna cast locate animal on uh, on Peterson. <laughs> okay. Just to see his location, if he's alive, what his situation is. Let me look that. I could do it within five miles. So if you think he's within five miles. Uh oh yeah, for sure. He's definitely within five miles. Um you sense he's up above. Uh yeah, he, he's kinda up into a diagonal, basically right diagonal upwards from your location. You can sense he's up there and kind of scurrying around. Okay, so he's up to so something. If, Yes, you can tell that much. And he's alive. Very good. Very good, Peterson. Um, <laughs> um, DM, I also want to cast Locate Creature and try to locate Darien here. It might be a bit harder because it says um, within a thousand feet, but I want to try instead. Okay. You focus up and try to locate Darien. And you actually lock on to him. You can actually sense him. <gasps> but he's moving fast. He's alive! And he zips out of your range. But you could tell... He was basically across this ravine, and it was continuing to go forward down this path, so, like, directly forward from this elevator, uh, crossing, you know, straight through, not not going, like, left or right across the bridges, just straight through. But that's where his trace, you just caught the tail end of him, essentially, as he's being moved. Uh, can I, do I know what direction he zipped away from? Yep, yeah, just forward, straight. Like, straight ahead from me? Yes. So, like, this ravine, you know, is just kind of like a thin hallway. Well, not very thin. It's quite wide, but it's very, like, it's it's much taller than it is wide, right? But uh, it just kind of goes on forward for a very long time. And where are the bridges uh, located? They're just zipping all over, like, up and down. They're just crossing this ravine. So you're, like, looking off into, like, kind of this just web of bridges essentially and and there's a big guy just standing off in the distance in the middle of this ravine just moving things is there like a ceiling to this place there is there is and how tall is the ceiling you can tell that this room is essentially like 800 feet kind of tall like it's it's very large yeah like it's very expansive and is anyone like up there watching down above me? Uh, you can see yeah you can see you're kind of in the middle uh, and you can see there's bridges above you that cross from one wall to the other uh, and and you can see there's not too much traffic but there are some mechanos that are kind of like walking or, or drones flying what about below is there um, less traffic uh, there is more traffic below actually they like the water huh <laughs> um Laura, what do you think? Sorry, I had to locate my friends. I think we're on the right path. 
Um, what do you think? Where should we go? Mm. Could you cast that again, but for Leslie? No, I ran out of I ran out of that spell. I'm sorry, you should have okay. you should have asked. It just shows that I, you're not very focused on him, are you? If you really okay, loved him, you I, would have asked me to do that. Don't you dare question my love. I think you're more mad that I'm making you question your love. Anyways, yeah, yes, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. No, you said I question your love. I'm making you question your love. I, I am so sure of my love. Anyways, <sighs> what, what, um, what are we talking about? You hurt my head. I think there's a way we when you can speak. maneuver through here, all stealthy like. Okay. But quickly, I don't have time to go through passages and bridges and have some sort of Balrog type battle over a bridge and whatnot. Um, we're gonna use the carpet again, just like last okay. time. I'm gonna cast Pass Without a Trace again, so you can have it as well, even. And um, we're gonna try and bob and weave this. Um, it's going to be dangerous. We might have to book it at one point, but again, we don't have time. So, get on, Laura. Laura, Lulu. Okay, this is... Pass Without a Trace is not... Okay, I... Oh, boy. Okay. What, you don't appreciate my spell? I'm just saying it's... There's a lot of here. There's It's a lot. And we're going to be a flying... It's going to be pretty well, obvious. Well, you didn't come up with a better option. Okay. All right, let's move. And I'm going to go as fast as possible, DM. <laughs> okay. Your carpet unfurls. And it bows before you. What's the magic word? Alakazam! That's the one! And it, and it sweeps under you and Lara... Uh, and you go off fast, and you've cast past without a trace. Um, but you are kind of just going for it, uh, trying to maneuver your way around the less trafficked areas of this canyon. Uh, but there's still a lot of vision on you. Uh, I'm ready, Kim. Make, Make me do some rolls. I'm ready. Stealth check. <laughs> I'm not ready. Uh, 17. Okay, you are moving. Oh, wait, no, a plus... Um, wait, how much is a pass without a chase adds plus... T- so, ten. 24. Okay. You are moving and, and bobbing and weaving, and you've made it through the first kind of quarter of this canyon. There's there's four quarters here. Uh, so, you've made it for the, through the first leg of this run, bobbing and weaving and flying over... Uh, there's literally like two spurs kind of just talking to each other and they're like yeah so like intruders are like everywhere it's quite lively right now we haven't seen action like this in a while yes I agree it is problematic but also kind of fun and cool and exciting but dangerous and they're just having coffee talk or water cooler talk and you just go like zip past them on your magic carpet and all they hear is just like a light breeze of the wind uh, and they're just like did you feel that weird it's windy underground huh 
and uh, you just keep moving and bobbing and weaving. You actually notice, as you're bobbing and weaving, you catch out of the corner of your eye, there's a spur beneath you on a bridge, you're upcoming, uh, but it's it's uh, like two levels down essentially, like so 40 feet, but you notice there's one kind of spur just dragging uh, a familiar looking sword and a bag of holding over their shoulder and a black bow over their back. Uh, they're carrying the switch sword and all of Darian's belongings, and they're just kind of walking across the bridge uh, below you. Uh, and they're walking from one end to the other, and they're going into a hallway. Uh, would you like to keep going forward? Ooh. Darian would hate it if I didn't get his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And this could be a chance for me to get my dagger, finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was gifted to you in the Christmas episode, but that, wasn't that was all a dream. Well, at least the, the was canon, but wasn't, right? But Yeah. I, ha- I have to do it. <clears throat> I dive down. You change course, and Lara's like, Whoa, where are we going? And you go down. And the the little robot has disappeared off the bridge into the hallway. And you're just going to go right into the hallway chasing after it? Uh, No, we're going to land right before the hallway. And, like, if there's, like, a corner, and, like, peer down the hallway. Okay. There's no other Mechanos on this hallway, or, or sorry, on this bridge. Uh, so you peer around the hallway and you look down into it, and uh, you can see it's just going and it turns a corner to the right and continues down another hallway. But the hallway seems relatively empty. Uh, Laura, I have to. This I saw this the robot over there. It's it's got my friend's stuff. If anything, it might lead us to. A more important thing, like where Darian could be, or, or I, I could retrieve some of the some of the weapons he he must not have on him. I'm honestly just surprised uh, he's alive. But I think either way, it's going to be a good thing because we at least know the the weapons are over here, and he he needs those. I guess yeah, it would be good if we had you know more firepower or weapons on us, like like on our persons that even I could use. Um. Sure. You want to get it? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Follow me stealthily. And Lara kind of tiptoes forward, uh, moving very slowly and carefully down the hallway. Uh, Do you want to follow? Push in front? What do you want to do? Yeah, I'll follow her for once. Okay. So she's moving carefully and peers around the corner and Scooby-Doo style. You both kind of look over each other's heads uh, peering around, and you see um, the spur just kind of dragging the sword. And you hear, dragging the sword, you can hear it kind of scraping along the ground. Uh, and then they turn, and there's a door, and they open it and just go inside. Uh, and you see, yeah, the hallway's empty. And Lara's like, "Okay, I think there's just the one. You and me together, we could just like r- really quickly 
like gang up on it just shut it out never assume Lara you know there might not just be one I it seems like they're mostly working in pairs around here I wouldn't assume anything I think it's pretty safe to assume I mean I we only saw one and only one's been described (laughs) yes but but Lara if you ever if you see just one little stem peeking through the dirt does that mean there's one carrot on the other end? Or could there possibly be more? Um... Okay, I'm gonna start making my way to... Your inexperience with carrots! I... I honestly... I don't like them. <gasps> oh. Ooh, boy. Am I gonna get the silent treatment now? Is it is that this is what happened? Okay. Oh okay. I'm like listen, I like let's assume I don't, I don't. there's one in there. And since there's one <laughs> you go right ahead. I'll follow you. Okay. Eerie. I mean there's um, only one. No big deal. We got this. I took out one earlier. Let's go. Right. Yeah. Okay. And you both move around the corner. I hang back a and little bit. you go bit. to the door. You hang back a little bit. <laughs> Lara opens the door. And, and you're a little bit ways off. She opens it and then immediately closes it and looks at you and says, There was more than one. Oh, no, Lara. There couldn't possibly be more than one. Why? Someone like no, you more. probably has, you know, decent vision from... Oh, right, that's right. You don't like carrots. The the one the one thing that you see the door is starting to be knocked on. It's like they're trying to open the, from the other side, oh, and Lara's Laura, kind of pushing against it. It's like, yep, Lara. Yep. The one thing carrots are supposed to give you mm-hmm. good vision. You know that's a that's oh, a wives yep. common wives tale. But look at me. Look at these eyes. And I go Zip, up right to her face. They're coming through. And I just they're like tr- they're trying to come my through. eyes open. I'm like, look at my eyes. Look how good these things are. Zippy, you can see I'm trying to keep oh this door shut because there's like three in there. Everything I see is just it's almost like I see what Zippy, what's I admit I was wrong. there. Don't assume. Oh my Ask you and goodness. Me. Yep. Oh well I could really just use backup. one, I'll just let you I'll let you handle okay, this one. I start the, walking I, away. I'm screaming across the floor. And uh, the door bursts open and Lara kind of stumbles forward and you see three spurs come out and they're just saying Intruders, what the hell is going on? I go over and I s- kick one in the face. I'm angry. <laughs> you run over, kick one in the face, roll to attack. I'm getting my friend's stuff back. Okay. I roll a 16. You roll a 16, that hits, roll damage. Okie smokey. For my damage, since I'm a little bit testy right now, I'm gonna pull out my flame blade, you know, the classic one. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go to town. 
with this flame blade. <laughs> okay. It's a 3d6 for the flame blade. And you're just going right at it. Yes. So 6, 3, and 5, that is a 14. Okay. Uh, just using your, your same hit, uh, you jump up, kick it, pushing it back. It stumbles a few feet. You grab your fire sword, and while it's stumbling, you just slice it up. Uh, and it seems to have taken some damage. And I'm going to have you roll initiative. And we're going to cut. To Darian. Oh boy. Three party split. Not fun. <laughs> we got to stop doing this. Um, Darian, you have been dropped off um, in front. You, you've seen, you, you've like gone through the ravine uh, attached to this uh, spider bot. And it's dropped you off at the other end of it in front of these large doors with a gear on the front and the spider crawls up and turns the gear and it slides to the side and opens the path before you. You um, walk inside and the doors shut behind you and you're back in that kind of dark area and you see a faint red glow from an orb at the far other side of this pitch black room. And you hear a voice emit again. Darian. Good to see you again. I would say the same, but uh, you still haven't shown your face. All in due time. So, I have a proposition. I'm listening. How would you like to work with us? Well, I must say, and given the current circumstances, it still sounds rather unappealing. But, stranger things have happened. Yes. You see, Darian, I have worked with elves and Eladrin before. I swear those people are not afraid of working with your kind, even though we despise you. But we do it all, put our egos aside, to reach our goal. What is this goal? You keep talking about this goal. What could you want that would make you be willing to put aside your massive artificial egos and vendettas to be willing to work with Eladrin? Complete one job for me, and I will give you more answers. What job? I would like you to use our teleporter to travel to the Feywild briefly. To do what? Check 
gate. Your gate? Yes. The Mechanos still have a foothold in the Feywild. Not as much. The remaining Mechanos there are unconnected. Is this in the in the Cog Court where the Fall Court used to be? Yes. It's just simply to look at it, nothing more. Yes. I'll do it but on one condition. I was traveling with some other companions here. Praise the Lord! (laughs) (laughs) And I hope Dearly, I hope they got away from here. But, in the case they haven't, I want your assurance that no harm will come to them. Complete the job. And you have my word. I have no guarantees that I'll even return. So I need your mechanical word that while I'm gone, they will not be harmed. Complete the job, Darian. Then we can negotiate. That's not good enough. There may be more time and the pitch will change your mind. Agree to their safety and I'll leave immediately. No more questions. Just agree that when I return, they will still be alive. And I will go right now. I can agree. Do that. behind you open and you walk out of the room and that's where we're gonna end the episode oh my god